Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits Monday Morning Newsbreakers, a real play fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons suburban fantasy podcast set in the accursed realm of Georgia. And we are also Georgia's D&D podcast. Uh, with us tonight, we got uh, Becky playing Benny. What's Benny's uh, Facebook feed looking like this week? Let's see. I would say Benny's Facebook feed is currently looking like um, a little emoji of a roulette wheel and a little frowny face. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> she did not do so hot on the gambling last week. We're hoping to change that. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Courtney playing Brenham. Hey, what's up? So Brenham's Facebook feed is probably uh, what filters are on trend and what's best to use in bright lighting, a.k.a. if you're in a casino or a nightclub, and also what outfits to wear along with that to, uh, you know, wear your sunglasses at night and such. And we have Yoko playing Gracia. Uh, What's Gracia's feed looking like this week? She just has a quote, there's a million things I haven't done, but just you wait. And it's just like two dice on snake eyes. <laughs> and uh, we have Trevin playing Jacques. Uh, Jacques is making like posts about his fight. Like, come check it out. Win some easy money because I'm going to win. Now, are, are you giving everyone the location of this fight in your uh, Facebook? update let me roll an intelligence because um uh... <laughs> i'm to slide into your dms that's a oh. thing right why why do we want them to slide into gary just use the hashtag uh... if you know you know <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> <laughs> and then a picture of a toilet <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a shitty fight <laughs> oh you really dumped that one in Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> was that an eight or a nine? Yeah, that was a nine. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, he probably stupidly put the uh, location. But is he smart enough to correctly describe the location? <laughs> with that three? No. <laughs> I have to say, though, that with the if you know, you know, and like a toilet, I imagine that the school nurse would comment and be like, are you okay? Do you need Pepto? <laughs> Do the nurses care that much? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe yeah. Brenham would. Brenham definitely would. The nurse, I don't know. She probably wouldn't. Right. Like, this is a public school, right? Uh, yeah, it's a public school. I feel like I would be friends with the nurse, and there's probably multiple nurses, but there's probably only one good one that's actually like, I'm the the cool anti-type, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just young enough that I can hang with the kids. <laughs> but yeah, that would be his post. Also, Gary, hello. Hello. Damn it. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> also feel like there's a thin line between, like, teachers and faculty commenting on students' uh, social media. Maybe. And then there's Professor Peter Hopkins. Yeah, yeah he's fine. <laughs> he's, he's got tenure. He's a professor. He's a professor in name only. He's got tenure. They can't mess with him. Yeah. He, he's got that doctorate. That tenure is the only thing keeping. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, there may be a rumor out there that he has killed a student. 
there may be a rumor, but like it's just a rumor. Well, maybe they're they scared at what would happen if he doesn't have a purpose. <laughs> Too many caramel explosions if he doesn't have somewhere to focus the energy. Or Bobby Joe will never see straight again after that caramel. Caramel dancing. No, I'm caramel dancing. <laughs> Alex, save us. <laughs> uh, no, I refuse to save us. Uh, but I'm playing Refreak. Uh, and Refreak's Facebook feed is just him. Uh, you don't see anything except a, uh, a picture of, uh, of his hand with the six tokens and a caption that says, Is this what it's like to feel poor? Damn. Oh my god! Wow! Fucking rough. Uh, he's uh, he's not feeling it yet, but uh, you know, gambling is a thing. So uh, let's uh, roll them bones, baby. All right. So uh, we come back to where you left off in the previous session. Uh, Brenham, Benny, the newsbreaker, Gracia, and Common Valjean are in the roulette room. Uh, for Freak is in the hallway next to that roulette room, and in the blackjack room is William Sonny, Topher Glade, and Jacques. And then further down the hall are the prize room, a room with uh, snacks stored in there, like the snacks that were traded in for chips. And then at the very end, an elevator leading to the arena, an elevator leading to the VIP area, and then in the very back corner is a room for just gambling on the matches. Uh, it's not the VIP match gambling area. It's just an area where people are just watching and hanging out instead of going to watch them in person. Gary, I have, I do have a comment to make about this mini casino situation. Given that it's accessed by the bathrooms, I'm deeply disappointed that there's not a craps table down here. It was too on the nose. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) <laughs> they they had it and it was it, it was too much of a problem I think there's a limit of toilet poop jokes and we've hit it <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it has hit the fan yes we've hit the upper deck of those limits <laughs> oh nasty <laughs> uh, is it too late to turn in my resignation uh, Gary, I have a I have a quick question for you, if you'll allow it. Okay. Is anyone else in the hallway with me, or am I all alone out here? Uh, you're alone in the hallway, but if you look straight down the hallway to the room at the very end, you can see that a guard has line of sight on the hallway. How well can he see? Don't pick your nose. I'm not going to pick... You, you think for free <laughs> would do such a... Come on. No, he pays yes. people to pick his nose. Exactly. Mage hand picks his nose. <laughs> I, I do that. I mage pick my nose. No, I don't do that. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, let's see. You're about 140 it's feet high away boy. from him. Mm-hmm. So, like, probably not the best vision on you. Like, he can sort of just see the general of what you do. Like, general movements. Right. Um, I'm going to move in between the doorway, um, and I'm going to do something a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit shady. I'm going to summon a fae. You're going to summon a fae? Okay. I'm going to summon a fae. Um, 
a spell I get to cast at third level. I get two of those because I'm a warlock. Hooray. Um, concentration for an hour. Summon, uh, call a face spirit, manifest in an unoccupied space. You can see uh, it can have three different moods, fuming, mirthful, or tricksy. Um, he's an ally to you and companions, combat, blah, 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 blah. We'll get to that other fun stuff later. But I'm going to cast my Fae, and he uh, or she or they, hey, uh, is going to be Trixie Fae. And Trixie Fae can fill five foot cube within five feet of it with magical darkness, which lasts until the end of its next turn. Just so you know what magical shenanigans it can be. All right. Uh, I am dropping a token in there for you now. Trixie. Uh, and he is going to uh, look at the the tiny fae that is now hovering in front of him and say, I need you to do some recon. Get into the prize room. See what you can find. Hey, uh, you want to... me to check out the prize room back there? Oh, yes, absolutely. A doll and a half. Now, don't get caught. Don't steal anything. I just need you to report back to me anything mm, suspicious or interesting, let's say. Just uh, keep quiet. If you see anything interesting, let me know. Trixie Tina Fey is on the case. And uh, do you need to maintain line of sight on them? Um, no. Isn't that fun? Um, let's see. Corporeal form, using the base spirit stat block, yada yada. Um, disappears when it drops to zero hit points or when spell ends. Uh, let's see here. In combat, shares your initiative. That's fun. It fights with me. Pretty cool. Uh, don't have any use of it. Dodge action, da, da, da. But yeah, nothing that says that if it goes out of my line of sight uh, that I lose anything. It just says concentration for one hour. Okay, so you're maintaining concentration on this spell. Yep, and, uh, that's the only thing. Oh, wait, manifest in un unoccupied space. You can see within range. Yeah, that's the only uh, the only thing. Just so long as I see where it pops in. It, it can go and do whatever after. All right, so yeah, it's floated off. It's checking out the prize room. And uh, yeah, just let me know if I need to roll anything for it when uh, when it comes to that turn. Well, uh, right now it's just in there looking around. It's following the orders you gave, not to steal anything, and uh, just check out items. Great. Uh, he's going to join everyone else in the roulette room. Friends! Ready to wager? Common Valjean throws his mask on as quickly as possible. Ah, Valjean, good to see you again. Yeah, uh, good to see you. Uh, freak. Uh, real good. Yes, quite. Uh, he's going to uh, lean over to somebody, um, lean over to Benny, which is across the table. Yeah. He's going to say, is he acting weird around me? What's that all about? He is. Benny is going to kind of sigh and shrug and just say, he, he's trying to keep up this whole common Valjean person. I mean, he's common Valjean. That's his whole thing. Never seen him as anyone else. It's a good look for him, though. I'll give him that. Uh, and he's going to shoot yeah. him up. A thumbs up. Common Valjean blushes slightly. <laughs> oh, you. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Jacques is gonna like walk up to Benny and just like elbow her wherever he can reach, which is probably her thigh. And like, hey, I have an idea. Benny's gonna kind of like crouch down a little bit to like meet Jacques at eye level and go, okay, what what's up? Jacques is gonna hand Benny his seven tokens. <laughs> so Ooh. here's what you're gonna do. I'm gonna win. What I need you to do is place my tokens on me winning. Please. Please do not do what you did at Mima's pantry. I am trusting you. Oh, oh no, I wouldn't do that to you. No. Okay. I only um, do that to strongly fry cooks that try to kick our asses. All the newsbreakers in the room and he gives the money to Benny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one who listen. has the best record with money, of course. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm really good at keeping it and hanging on to it. <laughs> like, Fair. So what did you guys learn at Meemaw's Pantry? Their biscuits are dry as hell and they're gross. And their cook goes down like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, he does. Benny is going to straighten up, um, put the coins and put Jacques' tokens in a separate pocket so they don't get mixed in with hers. And then, I mean, um, Dirty Steve wasn't all that bad. It wasn't really his fault. And besides, he's buying out all of the hairspray that I put on affiliate last week. He needs a kitty cat. He makes little biscuits with little paws. Uh, that too. No questionable if that's legal, according to the health code. Yeah, press digitation. It's fine. Just clean it up after. <laughs> Plus, he was wearing gloves. They were tiny. It's like, Benny, doesn't that discriminate against yourself? Yeah, that does seem likely. <laughs> hey, Benny is going to hold up her hands, even with her little toe beans, and be like, these don't touch the ground. Like, I mean, for all we know, when he like transformed into the kitty cat and then jumped up, the paws that were on the biscuits may have never touched the ground. Yeah, I still don't like the mods. So that guy talked about having a lot of like 18 plus Sonic fan art on his old computer. So yeah, yeah nice. we weren't going to talk yeah. about that. Jacques it, has yeah. a this like just a full body shudder at the mention of that. Benny also shudders just at mentioning it, but it's like, are y'all really sitting here defending? We just weren't going to talk about that. That was a private matter. The <laughs> Anyway, the line cook was shady. Yes. I mean, we think he was working with Arclight, so let's look into that. Something called the Architect? Yeah, the Architect. Uh, could be Arclight, we don't know. The roulette guy is awkwardly staring at you after you all have mentioned the 18-plus Sonic fan art. Hey, no, you don't get to think about that. It's gross. Is there a way to, like... Is there basically a spell version of those little, like, memory eraser thingies that they have in Men in Black? Can we be like... He looks like Way he's illegal. about to turn and vomit in one of the trash cans. So illegal. <laughs> Just tries to press to digitation our brains. It doesn't work. But now our hair smells very nice. Oh, a way to alter somebody's memory against their will. That sounds great. There probably is that. Those spells are illegal without a permit. <laughs> are we a villain? <laughs> Well, I, mean, I am. Everyone in D&D is a villain. <laughs> okay, but the legality of this casino is already questionable because he's letting minors come in here and bet on roulette. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, that's and a morality already. Light, it's a light uh, morality light. Are are you exchanging it, real money in this casino? Yeah, as long as you don't get actual money out of it, I'm pretty sure it's legal. Yep. True. True. Snack. Look at Gary finding all the loopholes. Well, just donate a little to charity and you're okay. <laughs> but also, you do have to buy snacks to, like, trade in for chips to then bet. So, like, it's the it's, money that you spend on the snacks, technically, but... It's gambling, but as long as you make it more complicated, it's legal. <laughs> gambling with extra steps is perfectly yeah. fine. Yep. Uh, legal. But it's around this time you see uh, the roulette guy, like, tap an earpiece and then, like, look a little worried and then look to you all and say, hey, uh, do, do you all know anyone who can perform? Uh, turns out Burdell is canceling his halftime show here. Oh, I have a lute. Awesome. I can sing, but I don't have a guitar. I have bagpipes. You want to borrow those? Yeah, I can sing, too. We just need an act on stage, like, halfway between. Uh, so what's going to happen is they're going to send Jacques out there. I, I don't know who that is. Some, like, little dude, I guess, against Garrett Stop. for a few rounds. Oh, okay. You're Jacques. Okay. Uh, Jumping up and down. So, yeah. Eyes are down fight. here, bud. <laughs> they're going to fight for a few rounds and then, like, halftime show in there. And then they're going to get back to fighting. Like, during that halftime show... Uh, Jacques, do you, do you have someone to like patch you up between the uh, bouts? Uh, that would also be us. Yeah. Alright, uh, you're allowed one person with you to the locker room and like to hang out on the side of the arena while this is going on. Uh, during the halftime show, you're both going to be sent back to your locker rooms. Uh, whoever your coach or healer is is going to heal you up during that, and the halftime show is going to be going on during that. Just watch the halftime show, and then I can heal you during it. I guess. Multitask. I am no stranger to patching up, Jack. Well, no, I mean, (laughs) just singing. If you listen to my singing, you'll feel better. That's a secret. Well, what they want to do is they they want to make sure they uh, take both the combatants off the field, give them a a little bit of time away from the crowd to, like, decompress before going back into the next round. So... Gracia, since you're, well, y'all are both kind of theater kids, right? Both Gracia and Brynamar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So either one of them would be fine for the time of show. Whoever, I guess, feels more up to performing. I don't see why we couldn't do it. I, I mean, we, we we could have you two duet up there, but that's going to leave yeah. uh, a space open for Jacques' coach and healer. Okay. I, I guess uh, I was imagining it differently. Like, uh, I guess we have to be in two places at once. So it makes m- sense in my head that Gracia would be more performance and I would be more healing, even though we both do both. Yeah, I was trying to kind of hint at that I have Song of Rest. So if he listens to Gracia sing, he can get healing. <laughs> would that apply to the to his opponent as well, though? No, um, you are any friendly creatures who can hear. So I can... Um, I can decide that he's the only friendly one. I don't know the other guy. Is a, is a yeah. <laughs> right, but that might be considered cheating, so it might be better if it looks like he has somebody healing him. Whether I, I do I don't or not. Know if, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I don't know if it's supposed to be healing or not. So if he's supposed to have a healer, 
then I can multitask. If he's not, then it, I guess that's cheating. Well, I think that's what we were saying is there is, is we're not multitasking because we have to yeah. be in two places at once. Benny, Otherwise, we would both sing and both heal. Benny is also going to kind of like motion at Common Valjean and be like, isn't he part of some like mystery club as well? Maybe he could do that with Gracia. I did see him in the theater. That's definitely where that outfit is from. That's from like last season's thing. I think I can sing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh man, I was here really hoping to get Gary to sing. <laughs> hey, so maybe Gracia does a solo. <laughs> yeah, maybe Gracia does a solo. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, may- maybe I can be a backup dancer. <laughs> maybe. After having heard him sing, then he's just going to lightly pat him on the shoulder and be like, how about you do set design, buddy? You you just, you hang in there in the background and make sure everything's in place where it needs to be. That's an important job in theater, too. Yeah. It looks like he's good at costumes. Yeah. Where did my um, D20 go? <laughs> how, as a DM, do you not have a D20 present? It's not in the spot that it was always in. I found it. <laughs> And that is a 22 to his performance check for dancing. Hmm. Not, not bad. You know, some days. Um, is there also a place that we can see the countdown to Jacques' match? Uh, yeah, you probably have about another five to ten minutes until Jacques' match. Okay, Benny is going to get ready to go and find the betting booth, wherever that is, for, um betting on the matches so she can do right by Jacques and get get his coins in there. Yeah, there's betting and you could also try your hand getting into the VIP area somehow where the oh, high rollers so hang bad. out. Okay, so we got 10 minutes. Um, Brenham turns to Gracia and Jack. Let's talk about outfits. <laughs> also, uh, in the Blackjack room is William, uh, Sonny, and Topher Glade. Okay. Oh, yeah, were they looking shady last time? Uh, they were in disguises, but, like, not great disguises. <laughs> Think the Marvel disguise, where they just throw on a baseball hat and, like, a jacket. Like, an unmarked baseball hat. <laughs> which makes them stand out even more. This high school does not have a disguise self um, class or anything like that. They are all shit at disguising themselves. <laughs> it would seem... I imagine that the disguise self would be similar to like home ec, where it's like a very like rudimentary version of disguising yourself. Brenham fails that class. (laughs) (laughs) Too much sparkles. Okay, so you have about five to ten minutes until the match. What are you all doing? Um, Benny is going to look over at Refreak and be like, hey, you want to go and like try to get into the VIP area. Oh, he's already, like, on his way there. He's grabbing (laughs) things, and we're going. Yes! (laughs) As soon as she says V in VIP, it's like, we're going, we're going. Bye, Valjean, (laughs) we'll see you later. As he's rushing off, don't forget to bet on me! That's what I'm planning to do! (laughs) Wait, which way is the VIP lounge? So you go out into the hallway and you just keep going north. Uh, the elevator is at the most northern point of the map uh, with two guards on each side. Okay, yeah, I gotta 
figure out navigation around this place again. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, cool. And we're off. Noom. Yeah. Uh, I'm sending you what you've, uh, the information you probably have gained from Trixie Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trixie Tina <laughs> Fey. Trix, oh, by the way, Trixie Mattel's um, YouTube is a treat. <laughs> she burns herself by cooking shit with old um, Easy Bake Ovens. It's magical. Wonderful. I love her. Yeah. She is so good. So good. Okay, where did Refreak go? Did you kind of zoom uh, he's, Yeah, he's zooming north. Okay. Uh, as soon yeah, as he passes the prize room, uh, I would imagine uh, Trixie Tina uh, just like comes back to him. Yeah, you also have control over uh, Trixie Tina. Yep. Uh, so you, he does. He so you can move. Like, uh, oh, you should be able to move the token. Yeah. Oh. oh um, also, who is who is keeping the newsbreaker with them while I'm thinking about it? Because I, I think the professor at this point. Well, it was down there with us in the roulette room. So. Yeah, it oh, is okay. with you in the roulette room. I don't know how it got there. I don't either. It's a loyal companion. Benny. follows us everywhere. I mean, okay. I don't know why Benny's asking. It's most likely Benny. Oh, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, I just want to check because I didn't want to, like, hog it either. You know what I mean? So, like, if anybody I feel like it's can. your baby. It is. It is kind of a baby. Okay. I don't need the responsibility of hurting people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can we just boot? Do I have control over that token? I sure do. Uh, you all have control over the newsbreaker. Hell yeah. Um, but so, yeah, mostly Benny. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> It's what she deserves. Why the heck is it? I keep like trying to move it and it keeps moving back. So I don't know who's like messing with it. Feeling cool like it's for free, but it's just a guess. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, elevator is going to be up here. Sure. Blame her freak. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to out yourself on it? That's you. <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing tug of war over the newsbreaker. Uh, Common Valjean and Gracia are going to be doing the halftime performance. Uh, Did you want to go ahead and head to uh, the green room or did you want to do some other stuff before you head that way? I mean, they're not going anywhere until Brenham does their makeup. (laughs) Uh, Common Valjean is not taking off his mask. Glitter around it. I'll fix his hair. Uh, has this is this this is the same day as the Dirty Steve fight? Uh, it is the next day. Next day. Okay, so we've had a long rest. That was my question because I haven't reset my fucking uh, key points and shit. Yep. And uh, at this point, I'm gonna assume that uh, you all have switched uh, Bluetooth heads or like earbuds or something to communicate through through the uh, underground casino. You're too kind. Yeah. We didn't think that far ahead. We appreciate it. <laughs> I, I figured I'd give you that, but like once uh, you're in the arena and on stage, that's going to cut out a bit just because, you know, what if someone uses a verbal spell and the audience hears it and then they end up getting hit with some sort of curse too. Yeah, if it doesn't take line of sight. Yeah, that that's that's nasty. Yeah. So there are measures in place to protect the audience. All right, so we got Benny, Jacques, Trixie, Tina Fey, and the Newsbreaker heading to the, uh... Actually, uh, I should probably send the item stuff to Becky as well. 
So you've both been given like a rundown on like general bits of the items. General bits? General bits, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you so much. (laughs) So makeup is being done back there. Uh, You guys are going off to uh, try to get to the VIP room. On your way there, you see Ballistic standing next to the door for the match gambling. Oh, oh, good to see you again. Yo, what's up? Welcome to my grind. Digging the uh, the aesthetic, it, it's working for you. Um, how, how's it going today? I want you to know that Ballistic looks like a retail employee right now, uh, with like a polo and khakis. Like he's not management <laughs> here at all. <laughs> oh, great! That that makes it even better. Uh, yeah, Rafri goes. Oh, I I love the. Uh, uh, the wage worker chic, uh, as they say in Paris, um, it, it really suits you. It works really well. Yeah, this is what the ballers wear, man. Ballers, yes. So I've noticed. Um, B- Benny, we uh, we have somewhere cool to be. Am I not wrong? Where the the ballers ball? We do, but I do have some business with Ballistic first, because Gary, you said that Ballistic handles the bets, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to go and bet Jacques' chips with him real quick. Alright, so you're uh, putting seven down on Jacques? Yeah. Actually, let me make that an even ten. I'm going to throw mine in there too. Throwing ten down on Jacques? I I like the sound of that. Uh, Hey, Bull, how much are you going to put down on your homie? Put 20 down. Hell yeah. You know I got you. I also like how Ballistic doesn't know how to count except when it comes to bets. <laughs> oh yeah, no, when it comes to betting, <laughs> Ballistic is... He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Ballistic is a savant when it comes to gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of was wondering. I was like, um, I, just, I just see Zach Galifianakis have- in the hangover. <laughs> Um, perfect. So, so yeah, I bet both, I bet three of my chips and seven of Jacques on Jacques to win. Alright, so what are you going to go for, like, an over-under or a nice spread here? Uh, you're going for the ten straight, got it. Yep. Nothing too fancy. Just bet. That's a double payout. I got you. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Y'all want some snacks? I can probably uh, get my hands on some of them uh, flaming Hot Chips if you want them. Oh, none for me. I'm yeah. minty fresh, but thank you. Yeah, I think I think I'm okay. I don't want to have to use the bathrooms upstairs anytime. Um, so, y'all like trying to come back here to the match room and watch matches on the big screen back here? We got something else we're gonna try and do real quick, but we'll we'll catch you later after the match. That's cool. Uh, you know, uh, just come back. I'll let you boy. Uh, you know where to find me. And the cool match gambling room back here. Uh, that's all me. That's all me. Hey, Bull. Yeah, what's up? When I win, that mask will be mine. And you bet your ass I'm going to let you check that shit out. Because I know you're a hot Shirley fan. But, I, I mean, your taste isn't the greatest. I mean, because Chiquita Dave is the far superior wrestler. But how could I let a thing of legend not become mine. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to get like you, man. Can't wait to see that mask. Uh, DM, can you describe the mask? Uh, it is like... I, I guess there would be a picture of it in like the little flyer, but it's a hot pink mask with black accents. But like there is a gap missing in like the top and back of the mask uh, where your hair just like comes out for an afro, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> or any hairstyle, but usually an afro. <laughs> According to the fan art or the art that has been done by one of our wonderful players, uh, Jacques does not have hair, I guess. Oh, poor guy. Well, his whole token didn't have it. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> we gotta post I'm that sure art, it, though, once it's done. Because, what was that? We should post that art when it's done, because it is fucking delightful. Aw, thanks. Yeah, I will. I will definitely post it here and then Gary can post it wherever he wants to, whenever it's all, whenever it's all done. But yeah, um, yeah. I imagine that Jacques would keep it shaved because you can't grab onto it in a match. So, mm-hmm. because Goldberg eats corn the long way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah, but I can also imagine Jack wearing like a bandana, like tied around his head. He's like, oh, it's business time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, wrestlers got some flair too. Yeah, they have some Rick flair, if you will. Hey. I definitely will, actually. I can't do the full woo because, good lord, that would be so loud. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut back to the roulette room real quick, where uh, the dealer gives Brenham her twenty-five tokens chips that she gets for being Jock's healer during this match. So she gets paid those up front. Uh, Jacques, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I, I think they would wait to give you the 25 until like the match starts. Right. But uh, Brenham is just healing, so she gets that 25 right off the bat. You get your 25 when the match starts, and then an additional 25 if you beat Garrett from the soccer team. I'm going to kick his ass. Pun fully intended. <laughs> and uh, Common Valjean's just kind of like, so uh, can, can I get like some highlights under the mask? Not like under under the mask, but like on my face where there is a mask underneath the mask. Can I get highlights? It's there. Touch-ups. Or like, like maybe like a cool lightning bolt on my face, but not where the mask is. Uh-huh. Does the lightning bolt make you go faster? Ka-chow. Gotta go fast. Flash- visceral flashbacks. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good. Uh, I, I believe it's around this time they start ushering uh, Gracia and Common Valjean back, or down to the uh, green room. So I'm gonna... I wonder why they call it a green room anyway. I've always wondered the same thing. Oh, hey, as they're walking out, I, I, I throw Gracia a pair of sunglasses. These are super on fleek this week. <laughs> Ooh. Prestidigitation sparkles around them. Yeah. I would have given some to Common, but eh, mask. <laughs> Too many head accessories. I'll take an extra pair if you got them. 
I think about it for a second. Oh, he could put him on his head. Oh, wait. Cat ear headband. Done. Excuse me. <laughs> is that a little offensive? <laughs> I, I feel like this is appropriation. It's more like... A little bit. It's more like homage. Is that for us to decide? Yeah, let, let's just... uh. <laughs> I don't feel right about this. And he just <laughs> gently puts them back in your bag. Let's never tell anyone of this. <laughs> I I wonder like how they feel about Belle Delphine in this world. Oh my god. How do we feel about Belle Delphine in this world? <laughs> but also it's it's worth mentioning that. You gotta remember, Vinny does have exceptionally large ears for a tabaxi. Yes. Um, tabaxi are also have larger ears in general than a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a little, as, as Gary would call it, a peek behind the curtain. Um, I started writing up more of like Vinny's backstory. And her dad is a tabaxi, her mom is a rabbit folk. And that's why her, oh. her ears are so effing big. <laughs> oh, man. That's cute. Right. Horrible. How does she feel about Easter? Is it really complicated? <laughs> She's neutral. It doesn't make much of a difference. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cats have been known to eat bunnies. Apparently. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's but, what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But again, different behaviors between tabaxi and rabbit folk than like, yeah. cats and rabbits. So. But uh, we cut back to Rafrik and Benny on their way to the VIP elevator. And there's two guards standing there, just uh, staring. Yes. They don't say anything. They just look at you. Well, you know, if you take a picture to last longer. Yeah, he gives a wink to one of the guards. And then one of the guards, like, looks over to the other and just says, all right, he, he's, like, kind of treating us like trash. Does that mean he's supposed to go up or are we supposed to be assholes about this sure. and the other guard looks over and says I don't, I don't know like if if he's treating us this much like shit that that means he's important so ask him if he's a vip hey bro are you like a vip or something of course i'm a vip what kind of question is that look at me look at me look at them minus benny of course she's fantastic in all ways but just look at me and look at yourselves and look at all everyone else. Come on. Exuding the viest of IP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll me a persuasion check with advantage. You got it. Persuade roomies. I'd like to reuse that phrase, the viest of IPs. <laughs> uh, that is a 19. Not natural. 19? Yeah. Yeah, guy looks like a VIP. How how many in your party? Is, is it just the one? Uh, yes, just me and my dear friend Benny here, and I suppose the cannon? Is the cannon coming with us? Yeah, it's an accessory. It's the newest um, smart cannon. And one of the guards looks at the others and says, she she's not like talking down to us or anything. That that's not VIP behavior. Excuse no, me, man. who are you to determine what VIP behavior is? How would you know? 
Roll a persuasion check and evade. Hey, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two guards step aside and let you onto the elevator. Make it till you make it, baby. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Uh, two guards step aside. You're allowed to get on the elevator, and I'll move you two to the proper map. Uh, before they go in, uh, a card appears in Freak's hand uh, via press of digitation, uh, and he hands it to one of the guards and uh, puts his thumb and his pinky out in a call me uh, thing up to his ear before he walks on. And the guard just tucks it into a shirt pocket and <laughs> looks at the other guard and shrugs. Are all these tokens, Garrus? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. My, my guy, yes! <laughs> what am I, I missing? Uh... If you want, I am you not on this map. I'm missing it. You can send <laughs> you're not. If you want. I am not screening the Trevin, shot. Trevin, you're not a V enough IP. <laughs> Damn it! That's fair. I'm here and I don't know what's going on. I mean, like I see the guy, I just don't know the guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're on a different map, Yoko. Oh, is it not? Okay, I thought we were all freaking out about whoever this <laughs> yeah. guard is, and I'm like, no, I don't, nope. I don't get it. Nope. We're we're no. not cool enough. <laughs> okay. We're in the VIP area. We talked enough shit at the guards. I made them feel like garbage. <laughs> the green room is not enough. Damn. In the uh, VIP room, you see like a huge console in the mi- middle with computers surrounding it. Up front, there's a bunch of screens with uh, the matches playing on them. Also, like previous matches, uh, some post-match interviews. In the back corner, you see uh, two, uh, w- would you call them ballers? Like, they're wearing fur coats, and oh, they're sitting at a table with a very pale woman with long, like, down to her knees, red hair, and, like, scarlet claws. I say claws, but they're they're just her nails. And the woman is just sitting there with her arms crossed, and she places a couple chips on the table, and so do the rest. Do we recognize this woman from anywhere? You do not. Uh, this is also okay. another student. Gotcha. I didn't know if she might have been one of the streamers that was featured on those vigilant high security posters that Amy had been distributing before. Uh, like, she has the look, so there could be a possibility that she may be targeted by vigilant high security at some point. Never know when they need more posters. Right, right. But yeah, uh, other than the chips that they placed on the table, like in the center, they have huge piles of chips sitting in front of them. And there are three guards in this room, one at the door, and then one at the north, and one at the south end of this room. And it's almost like moon-shaped. And when you get to the edge and look out and down, you can't see it on this map, but like, you have a full view of the arena. Not bad. Nice digs. I like right? it. This Are is there a... any refreshments? Oh, sorry. I'd say we're living a good high life out here. And you were asking if there were any refreshments? Yes. Uh, yeah, there's like tables where you can just walk up and grab like whatever snacks you want. 
All brought to you by Arc Light Fields. Aha. Uh-huh. Mystery deepens. Benny is still a little dubious about these snakes and stuff from Arc Light, but yeah, I'm not sure if she's uh, dubious enough to avoid snacking on something. All right, uh, like they, they got sour cream and cheddar, flaming hot, flaming hot, super flaming hot, <laughs> flaming hot cheesums. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> flaming hot cheesies. <laughs> Super cheesy flames. <laughs> uh, with that, we cut back to Brenham in the roulette room. Uh, Topher and Billiam have just walked into the roulette room, like wearing those Marvel-ass disguises. Ah, it's my favorite morning news, boys. I am Ted D. Yes, I am Teddy. Whatever you want to call yourself, dear. Would you like to escort me to the the match? Uh, yeah, we we can escort you to the match. Let's go then. You guys are going to watch, right? Well, we we were trying to get into VIP. Um. Well, you could certainly try that. Yes, I I am Teddy Badass. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, do you know about the ruffians down here? Do you think? I mean, not ruffians, other cool guys. There's a lot of cool people down here. Uh, yeah, what are you trying to find out? I I would just like to get into that VIP area. We're not running an expose piece. And then Mm -hmm. uh, you see him cover, like, something on his chest, lean in and say, Brenham, it's me, Billiam. (laughs) Um, obviously. Why don't you just let me know what you're in on right now? Uh, I'm mic'd up right now, but we're, we're gonna run a story on this underground scene. Uh, which direction are you going with it? It, it may not be a good place. Uh, see students. That's the problem? Yeah, yeah. Just an, a bunch of aimless students down here. Hmm. Well... I would try to help you, but I have to get down to the match because I'm actually going to help one of the people competing heal. Uh, Jack, of course, because he always gets hurt. But, um, you know, good luck with that. Brenham, you and I both know that you are above these kinds of things. Why don't you just quit the newspaper and join the news team full time? Um, I kind of enjoy being part of both worlds. I mean, they're kind of partners they go hand in hand so why wouldn't i be part of both yes but after school where where are the rest of them going you have a chance to make something of yourself a lot of the people here they this is it this is where they peak that's not very nice well brenham uh we're gonna go try to get a vip uh just give us a ring if you wanna i don't know uh maybe this talk was a mistake and he heads way towards the VIP area. I'll I'll walk with them down the hallway because we're going the same direction. Like, boys, I understand what you're trying to do. Please let me know what you get up to. But, you know, it's always good to be kind to people. You never know what's going to happen, you know, after high school. And Bolliam just doesn't make eye contact for the whole walk. And Topher is just oblivious. I just yeah, love that we're... Pedro Pascal one. <laughs> wait, 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 we're missing Pedro Pascal? No! 
Yeah, I, I put a bunch of uh, people I into the fans. <laughs> that, that smiling image is such a great... Oh, man. Oh, man, Travis, who's that one away from Pedro Pascal? Looks familiar. Oh, shit, that's me! <laughs> that old Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Where he's walking. <laughs> Same vibe. So, uh, those of you that can see the stands, uh, there are quite a few familiar faces in those stands. I'm good. Carrie, uh, I want I want a complete set of all the friend tokens that are <laughs> being used. I really hope just something hugely explodes into the stands and we're all dead. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time we all went to class? This is fine. That's a good question. I mean, we're we at least pop in enough to be counted present, but that's about it. Well, like me assume... after school, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I assume that Gracia is in like one of those college programs because she's like she she pretty much finished high school before, through homeschooling, but she's there for socializing, so they don't actually have any idea what her curriculum's supposed to be. Hmm. I imagine that Benny is probably in her senior year so she's probably like one of those students that only has like one class a couple times a week <laughs> like she's just finishing out and that's yeah i was thinking your teacher's same aid thing as, same thing yeah, as brenna like she comes to school and takes the classes that she wants but she's already finished all the ones she needs to graduate yeah but uh gracia and jacques and brenna i want three of you to give me a perception check in your rooms and uh just need a perception check from Brenham. We got a 14 from Jacques, a 12 from Gracia. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm in uh, Beyond. I got a 12. Jacques, the wall to the east of you, you can kind of hear, like, talking through it. It's kind of a thin wall. Okay. And, like, you hear the voice of a Warforged in the other room, along with uh, just another teenager. And you just kind of hear the Warforge saying, All right, you've been microdosing. Good. Uh, you're going to get out there. You're going to give them hell. They've been snooping too much. Make sure you send a message. Make sure he doesn't walk out of that arena. You got me? And, like, you just hear a, Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right, you take him out. You make the team. And that is the extent of the uh, conversation that you hear. Uh-huh, so I guess they want me not talking, so this will be fun. Uh, be ready to bring on the big heels when I come back. Before you go, just lay a hand on his shoulder and bless. Oh, hell yeah. Attack roll or saving throw at a d4. Yep, yeah. I'm familiar with bless. I have played many clerics, because clerics are probably one of the most OP classes in this. Oh boy, game. I realized that dynamic lighting was never on for this map. You were all seeing everything. So we could see the uh <laughs> so we could see the stands, right? It's fine. Yeah. Uh so for Jacques, the door behind you opens and a guard steps into the room and ushers you to follow him. You're not gonna make me turn my head and cough, are you? And the guard just gives you one of those what the fuck looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll follow the guard. 
And Gracia, a door opens in front of you, and uh, a guard summons you and Common Valjean. Am I allowed to step out of this room so I can watch? Uh, yeah, you're allowed to step out of the room to watch. The guard, uh, once you step out, he points you to the east. Uh, you'll be leaving through the same door that Jacques left from. I can't get out! <laughs> uh, the door behind you. <laughs> I'm all over the place. But one guard leads uh, Gracia and Common Valjean to the stage to start setting up. And uh, Brennan, you're pointed to the east. And Jacques, the guard, tells you to follow him west. Uh, you walk out into a little courtyard, and then he leads you up some stairs to a different... Oh, sorry, I got my directions mixed up, Brennan. Uh, you're supposed to be heading to the west. I you do did this say every... east. Yeah, I, I get... <laughs> I always get my East and West mixed up when I'm on D&D Beyond. Like, anywhere else? I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's East and West. So, uh, he leads you through another area. Like, it's a long series of tunnels that he's leading you through. And then uh, the two of you come out at a little door in the arena. All right. And then uh, Garrett from the soccer team comes out of a door, like, slightly further down from you, and walks over to the starting place for the match, and Brenham, you are, yep, sent over to the stands over there. Okay, so if I'm in the stands... Get Pedro's I, autograph. Can I should be able to see the arena? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, you can move anywhere you want in the stands. You can move through people... I can only see I can only see the stands. That's weird. Okay. Uh well you all know that there's someone in that other room, so I'll turn dynamic lighting off. There we go. So the arena is set up, there's a stage at the bottom of the arena, and then like a clear open space at the top of the arena. Or just a clear open space to the north, a stage to the south. And then with that we hop back over to Benny and Rafrik, uh, what are you doing in the VIP area? Um, Rafrik is definitely looking for Mocktail, uh, since he's under 21 and we don't support teenage drinking on this podcast. Uh, so he's scoping the scene for a drink. They don't have Mocktails, but they do have, have like nice uh, mixed juices, like Cran Apple or Cran Apple is the only one I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> or like I think it was Tropicana used to make really good juice cocktails that were like mixes of like mango and pineapple and you know remember when Sobe like came that. in the glass bottles and it was fucking delicious yes they took away our lizard <laughs> they have an arc light <laughs> version of the white Sobe oh uh, oh yeah, bitch done <laughs> <laughs> yep that's how they get everyone addicted that's it yeah. <laughs> what, what, what they're gonna do is like two months from now they're gonna be like oh yeah it's not selling well so we're gonna just like axe it and then everyone's gonna be like no we're totally buying it we've been buying it this entire time and then uh, they're gonna buy even more because they're afraid it's gonna get axed but they're gonna keep it on companies play this game all the time maybe they'll cancel it for like two weeks and then bring it back and then suddenly sales quadruple sorry 
No, I wish. They don't do that with my favorites. They just cancel them. Pepsi Blue. Yeah. What? God, I, Who I hurt forgot you? about Pepsi Blue. <laughs> yeah, I only you, like limited things. You want to talk about Starry? How they took natural sugar and was like, let's just change it to corn syrup because that's better. Mm, delicious. I also was, I can't yes. say shit. I was the one that liked the blue Dr. Pepper. There was um, a blue so, Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Blue things taste better. They do. They, so, they blew my mind. <laughs> Love it. Courtney, yeah. whenever you were mentioning um, changing real sugar to corn syrup, there's actually a series of being Willie watched called The Foods That Built America. It's real good. Um, and basically, it goes over the soft drink industry and their switch in mass to corn syrup instead of sugar. Well, um, I do yeah. think Starry is good, but when I taste it next to Sierra Mist, I'm like, Sierra Mist is better. The natural sugar is better than the corn syrup. Yep, it is. It has a better flavor to it. That's why those prestidigitation foods just never taste quite as good. You can really taste the fakeness. Yeah, exactly. My headcanon is prestidigitation like flavoring things always taste like fake sugar. That's what Refreak was about to do. He was going to take some of the, uh, the uh, ArcLight Sobe and the um, and the Cran Apple and mix it and put in a burst of press digitation for like a smoke flavor uh, and make a, his version of a magic apple mocktail, which is a real drink with apple cider and uh, apples and stuff like that. Sounds delicious mm-hmm. and like fake fake uh, whiskey. So risky. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, and business. Uh, he makes one for uh, for Benny as well, and says, "Will you partake?" Sure. Benny is gonna thank him and kind of like offer a little toast. So now that we're up here, we should definitely gamble like good high schoolers. That's what Riverdale has taught me. Well, I did give ballistic some business downstairs so i'm currently tapped out but i mean i can certainly be adjacent to whatever gambling gambling's not the only way to get chips from high rollers true Mm. yeah you can always pick their pockets yeah (laughs) we need we need a really good distraction to pick their pockets you could just make the guards try to climb the curtains and, you know, which first one to the top and you just bet on it. Because <laughs> this is nothing but a rat race. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, can I just can I just roll perception just to see, like, what the general... I mean, I guess that we've kind of got the vibe of this place. Like, you said there's three guards up here, right? Yeah. One of them is posted, looks like directly to the north of the table with the two guys and the girl with the long hair sitting at it. Yeah. Because obviously, if I'm wanting some chips, they are my targets. So oh, yeah. Trying to figure out what I could load into the newsbreaker to <laughs> <laughs> cause a really good discussion. Uh, <laughs> uh, Refreak pulls uh, Trixie out of his pocket and says, I have another mission for you. Uh, and points to the newsbreaker and says, don't worry, we can summon you later again. Trixie Tina Fey here at your service. Uh, he motions to Benny and says, well, it's a distraction, say the least. Hmm. 
that's true. Are you are you suggesting that we load Trixie Tina into into the newsbreaker and like launch her? Whoa, whoa, whoa! My contract says nothing about being loaded into a cannon. Just loaded. <laughs> oh, Trixie, don't worry. We'll summon you again later when we need you again. For right now, this is your mission. And uh, when you see the bougie man later. Tell him, uh, well, ask him if there's anything we can do to make this a more hospitable place for him later. Whenever I try to talk to the bougie man, he always says something like, How dare you casually address me? I'm the bougie man. So I, I don't think we're on speaking terms. That's the bouge for you. Uh, well, hop on in and um, have a good trip. Uh, your fae climbs into the newsbreaker. Where are y'all launching this fae? Like, what, what is the purpose? Like, I know you're going for distraction. How are you going to distract them with the launching of a fae out of a... Th- this sounds more and more Bugs Bunny. The longer I talk. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Because, like, essentially, like, what is going to get their attention and draw it away from the match, right? Right. Hmm. Um, because we can either aim for, like, I'm thinking if we're aiming, do this, if we're aiming, like, in the direction of the table, which is basically, like, to the northeast, right? Yeah, tables to the northeast, there's a bunch of yeah. chips and chips on it. Yeah. So if we're trying to distract them and get them away from the table, we can either aim for the guy here who is at the southernmost tip of the table. Just the tip, though. Just the tip. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess would be a better word for it. Um, Corner, that too, that all works. Um, We could aim for the girl with the red hair, or we could aim for the guard. I think Um, the guard if anyone yeah yeah the three at the table are students but the guards are also students the guards are students that work for the underground casino we also have a guard like right next to us so we probably oh, right, yeah. distance between us and him before we try and lighten this candle um and then there's that uh rig in the center of the room with the computers around it true yeah hmm um, so what if I, we kind of grab this back corner table over here? Yeah. So the one that is basically on the uppermost, like, northeast corner, kind of away from everybody. Just just pull full introvert mode and just, <laughs> like, <laughs> pull up in a corner and get ready to, like, launch some shit. So... Cause a ruckus. Love it. Yes. Uh, yeah, sounds like a plan. Uh, okay. we, I guess we start mosey on over. Yeah, boy. Right, so while y'all set that up, I want everyone to roll initiative. Jacques has already rolled initiative. This is not combat for everyone. We're just moving in initiative order, so everything kind of has some order to it, I guess. Order in this podcast? <laughs> I rolled a six. 
Well, the five. And that's only totally, totally because it was a nat one. It's only because I get a plus five to initiative. <laughs> so just a nice big fat stinker. <laughs> All right. So uh, we start the match with. Uh, so the announcer says the match is Jacques versus Garrett. Uh, Garrett goes out, takes his place on the battlefield. Jacques, go ahead and take your place. And then uh, you're first in initiative. I I would be able to place myself so I could get I only have like a 33, 30 feet movement. Yeah, yeah, we'll move the two of you closer. So you're okay. about like 30 feet of Cool. So Jacques with a battle cry will pull out his folding chair and run full speed at what was his name? Uh, Garrett. Garrett. Just and do a leap and bring the chair down on his head. Roll to attack. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. Uh, that will be nine points of bludgeoning damage for the first hit. Okay. And then as he comes down on him with this first swing, he will bring it up for the up like for the second swing just to bring it up and hit him on the uh to bring up underneath his jaw okay that's a 19 to hit that's a hit for seven points of damage and with that second strike i'm going to spend a key point to stunning strike and it is a con save correct uh dc 12 dc 12 con save actually that is not roll 20. Oh, um, that damage actually for the first one should have been 18 because I didn't realize that was a natural 20. <laughs> oh, shit. So I'll add another nine in a second. Uh, that's a 12. On the dot. So he, he is not stunned. He's not stunned, but he also does take a nine damage because uh, he's still looking pretty hardy. Uh, and, we move. Uh, oh, yeah. I yeah, that'll be my turn. <laughs> I was about to say, I forgot monks have a lot. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right, so with that, we move on to Gracia's turn. Gracia, you have about three turns until the concert starts. Uh, the guard is leaving you to go back to his post in front of the uh, green room. Cool, so we're like, okay, I see the stage versus that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was kind of telling you about John about the song and everything. It's from this really cool new musical called Anne Juliet. So like if she didn't die and it's a um, jukebox musical. So, you know, you should know this song already because it's like a popular song. So it's the you'd be singing the like can't fill my face by the weekend, that part of it. And so I go over it all with them. I and can't fill my face when I'm with you. Yeah, that one. Perfect. Yeah, that one. That's it. You got it. I, I actually can't fill my face because of the mask. I think I might be allergic to something in it. Okay, well, I'm gonna... You you got this, buddy. And she taps him on the shoulder and she'll give him a bardic inspiration. Uh, so when you're gonna perform, you just use that. And I, I believe in you. You got this. Believe it. Well, uh, I, I believe in... Oh, no, we're not doing... <laughs> believe in the me that believes in you. Not a bio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having flashbacks to my friend Austin. <laughs> you can't say those words. <laughs> you can't say English dub Naruto words in real life. You can do whatever he you want. 
I can and I will. He will strike you down. Mm. Uh, but she like pulls up uh, a little video on her phone and like show him like, yeah, so we're going to kind of go for this vibe. It's like this full out Broadway thing. And he's just she has grandiose visions and no actual plan. On the level of Tom Holland singing Umbrella. <laughs> Ella, Ella, Ella. Yes. Uh, he also gives you a bardic inspiration. Oh, nice. So you can add 1d6 to your next roll. Nice. Or 2a roll. Yeah, 10 minutes. Uh, mine is a d8. Inspiration. I'm a better bard than him. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to move on to Garrett's turn. Uh, let's why so many tabs? Jesus. You did this to yourself. I know I did this to myself. At least you know you're keeping tabs on things. Gotta make sure I make a uh, great encounter for you, you kids. Garrett is going to take his first swing. Uh, he pulls out two blades and. Or actually, just the one blade. That's going to be a. 11 to hit. Miss. Jacques will duck under the blade and just laugh at him. And uh, comes back down with another swing. That's going to be an 18 to hit. That will hit. It's going to be 1d10 damage, and he's also adding a maneuver to that. Uh, If I can roll a d10. Uh, That's going to be 4 damage for the initial attack, and then he's going to... uh, Try to push you back five feet. So roll me a strength saving throw, DC 14. That is a seven, my dude. All right. Uh, he pushes you back uh, 10 feet. And you take an additional one damage. Okay. And that's it for Garrett's turn. We move on to Brenham. Uh, you're in the stands. You can cheer on Jock. You can try to gather information in the crowd. Uh, it's all up to you. Uh, I would like to keep an eye on the match, but like wander back behind people and through people and just see what I can overhear if anything sounds weird. Uh, like you're, you're just hearing stuff about how the blood mage like did extremely well in her match. Uh, clean house has a ton of token or a ton of chips and took those to a different area. Uh, so she's gambling with those somewhere. The blood mage? Yes, the blood mage. Do I know what the blood mage looks like? You don't, but uh, you do still have an action. You can ask around. Okay, so whoever said that, I'll just kind of like duck in the conversation. Oh, that's cool. Do you know where she went? Yeah, I think she's like in some VIP area or some uh, Valerie the blood mage. Cool. Who do you think is going to win this match? Honestly... No one gives a fuck about Garrett. We put all our money on a little dude out there. Cool. Do you think anybody bet on Garrett? No, he's like this washed up soccer player. Like he, he was great in his freshman year, but when he went varsity, just total ass, bro. Ah, okay. Cool. Thanks. Does it look like it looks like it, the fight's going well, I assume. Uh, Garrett's still looking pretty sturdy there. But with that, we're going to move on to Benny's turn. All right. So we have um, 
Tina Fey loaded, mm-hmm. <laughs> loaded in the newsbreaker, mm-hmm. pointed right at the guard, and uh, yeah, we're we're gonna light this candle. Kaboom! Kaboom! <laughs> All right, so it's gonna be a duck save from the guard. I can't tell you how many natty ones this D twenty has rolled. Nice. This is not my normal D twenty. Gonna find another one and put that one in the fucking dice chain. There we go. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be 3d8 damage. Ooh, nice. Fancy. All right, so rolling bones. It was D8. Here we go. So it that hits. One. I do. Uh, yeah, it does hit. Oh, damn. Oh, no, I got his HP. Well, so on one of the D8s, I rolled an 8. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that is 16 damage that he takes from getting an angry fae to the face. 16 damage. That's at Did least a broken nose. 16. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, like kind of knocks his helmet sideways, but he's still standing and looking all right. Could I add a little flavor to it? Yeah. Just a just a, a sprinkling of flavor. So with a uh, a Trixie uh, a Trixie Fae summon, uh, the Fae can fill a five foot cube uh, within five feet of with magical darkness, which lasts until the end of its next turn. So on impact, darkness imprisoning him, all that he sees, absolute horror. But uh, how much HP does your Fae have? Um, let me see here. Hit points, 30 uh, plus 10 for each spell level above third. Uh, so I think some of the third level. So yeah, 30 HP. All right, uh, because that fate has taken 16 damage from being used as a weapon. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a fair trade-off. I think that's pretty fair, yeah. Uh, she's... Not looking too great there. Uh, he, he whispers under his breath, Sorry! I think I mildly concussed, but, uh... Oh no, what happened? I hit guard in the head, what's going on? Oh no! And then, uh, Trixie Tina Fate gives you a thumbs up. And it is your turn. Nice. Uh, I am going to, uh, request that, uh, she does a multi-attack. Uh, with her short sword, uh, multi-attack Fey makes a number of attacks equal to uh, half the spell's level rounded down. So I guess she can only do one, uh, but she's going to hit with the short sword, or try to at least. Okay, give me that attack roll. Say one d six plus wait now. Uh, that is a fifteen plus uh, fifteen hits. Okay, great. Uh, it's going to do 1d6 plus 3 um, piercing, and then 1d6 force damage. Uh, so it's going to be 8 piercing. 8 piercing. And then uh, another 3 force damage. Alright, so uh, he he's looking close to halfway done there. Uh, and just under his breath, uh, for his actual action, because that was under bonus territory, 
Uh, he's going to sneeze out an Eldritch Blast if he's allowed. Uh, so are you trying to do this, like, quiet and subtly? I mean, we've already established that we've made a distraction, but just to not, you know, put too much emphasis on it was all me. Alright, so what What you're, you're just trying to hit him with a couple Eldritch Blasts without him realizing yep. it's you. Yep. Alright, uh, give me a sleight of hand check first. And then the attack rolls. Oh, that's only a seven. That's not doing it. Yeah, no. Uh, well, he is kind of blinded at the moment with the helmet and darkness. So give me oh, one yeah. more. All right, I'll do. I'll do one more. For you, Gary, I'll do one more. Uh, that is a nat twenty and twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Go ahead and cast your eldritch blast at advantage. Great. Great! Oh, beautiful. Uh, he shoots out two Eldritch Blasts. Um, oh, that is a 25 to hit. Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> uh, two Eldritch Blasts at, let's see, what's that? D1, D10 plus 4. So that's 7, so 14 Force Damage. 14 Force Damage, okay. He's just like, he just got hit with a full fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got stabbed, and then he got Eldritch blasted. <laughs> uh, he's looking about two-thirds done right now. Jeez! That's a beefy dude. Yeah, uh... Beefy boy. Th- these are guards in an underground casino at your school that no one is supposed to know about. Uh, he's gonna lean over to Benny and say, I think they're pretty distracted now, I'd say. Uh, like that one guard just got sh- shit rocked, and he's fight- swinging at the air because he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> How are the folks at the table responding to all of this? The two guys are they, they are laughing a bit, and then they get up to see if the guy is okay. Like, hey, you okay, man? What's going on? And the guy's like, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so, um, but the girl's still on the table. Okay. I do have a question. Can can I make like a spider and climb up the walls right here with my slippers of spider climbing? Uh, wait, did we skip your turn? Um, well, I, I launched the newsbreaker, but that was all I got to do. Oh, um, that, that's my bad on that. Let, let's have you uh, okay. finish out your turn here. Okay. Um, so would that be stealth check to see if I could do that sneakily? Like kind of skitter up the wall. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I would say yeah. Everything that's going on, you basically have a free pass to climb up this wall. Well, I, I rolled a twenty-seven anyway. So, um. <laughs> well, fine. You, you don't get a free pass. You roll a twenty-seven. <laughs> that's... Well, I rolled, I rolled before. I rolled before you said you get a free pass. No, no, so I was ready to okay. roll anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So before I end my turn, I'm going to kind of like, so you said that the girl is still at the table, but which way is she facing? Uh, She's just looking at the chips. She does not care about what's happening behind her. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to kind of skitter over to the corner closest to her real quick. And can, so before I end my turn, can the newsbreaker, can I like motion for the newsbreaker to get into position? 
Uh, yeah, you can motion for the newsbreaker to get into position. Okay, I'm going to put it right here in this corner next to the dude bro with the glasses and like kind of right behind the girl. Because when it launches um, a fog of a certain hallucinogenic drug that kind of knocks you out for a few minutes, um, it is like a fog that envelops the target, right? Uh, yeah, just like a puff at the target. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, that will be the end of All right. And with that, we move to Jacques' turn. Jacques, give us, give us a crazy-ass turn to end on. All right. Jacques is going to, knowing that Garrett is a soccer player, is just going to be an absolute dickhead, is going to charge full force with the chair, the edge, directly into his kneecaps. Oh, damn. <laughs> give me that attack roll. Oh. Don't forget bless. Yeah, I have. That's what I. Uh, that is a nineteen plus uh, plus two, so twenty one. Twenty one hits for eleven points of kneecap damage. Okay, eleven points of bust a kneecap. Well, he ain't a soccer player no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got anything else for this turn? Uh, I'm going to pump. Uh. Three points of damage with Fury of the Small. Okay, so add in another three points. And then for my unarmed strike, eh, I'm just going to full on since I'm at the... Because he's a normal-sized human, right? Yeah, normal-sized human. Dick punch. Nice. Nice. (laughs) That's a 19 to hit. That's a hit. For nine points of dick damage. These nuts. These nuts. And with an open hand technique. uh, Oh, bitch. I just imagine like using the heel of your palm and just like, damn. He needs to make a DC 12 dexterity savings throw or be pushed back 15 feet. Six per nine. That's a 19 on the die. Okay, then he saves, but he still just took nine points of damage directly to the balls. You've injured his future children. That'll ruin your week. I don't think there's going to be future children. That That's nine points <laughs> of dong damage right there. Uh, that, there's no coming back from that. There's magical healing. It's fine. Nine points of damage straight to the hacky sack. Good job. But, uh... Uh, anything else before we close out this session? That's it for me. And just just ending note of just fucking Jacques speed bagging his balls. Uh, the way this all wraps up is Jacques and Garrett going at it in the arena. Jacques lands that dick dunk of a punch. Uh <laughs> Gracia and Common Valjean are setting up on stage. Uh, Common Valjean is unwinding a bit. He he's starting to get into it. Like he killed it with the dancing. Might be able to help with like a few backup vocals, maybe just a little bit. I, uh, I, he just has like one line repeated, and it's kind of like a speaky, rappy one. So she she picked one for him, like not singing. Yeah, I, I saw like half of Hamilton. I I think I can do this. 
Yeah, yeah, it's more like that. The kind of singy, rappy. Just, I mean, you've heard the weekend, right? It's, it's like that. It's an easy, Tell you me know. How to it's say no to this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and uh, Brenham's in the stands, gathering information from the crowd. Uh, picked up information about the Blood Mage who won a ton of ships and has gone to gamble those away. I uh, apparently the Blood Mage did extremely well in the arena. <laughs> and then we have. Rafreak and Benny, who are in the VIP area, they fired the newsbreaker with Trixie Tina Fey at one of the guards, uh, and proceeded to just fucking annihilate this guard who was, you know, already taken down to a third of his health. <laughs> uh, the two people, the two people at the table with the young red-haired woman, have stopped to check on the guard. The red-haired woman has not turned around to look at all. She's just sitting there admiring the pile of chips, and that's where the session comes to a close. But hey, guess what? But there's some questions this week. Oh snap! Oh, bitch. We're gonna go around the table, and you're you're all going to answer uh, this first question. In character, uh, who is your favorite author? Not you personally, your character. Okay. Chiquita Dave came out with his autobiography a few years back, and let me tell you, it tells the just the inspiring story of his rise through the wrestling community. And Jacques is constantly rereading that masterpiece. It's very badly written uh, of a book. Might need to get Ballistic the uh, audiobook at some point. Well, Brenham is classic, and she likes the the life stories of famous people, like Simone de Beauvoir, and how she wore tailored coats and printed scarves better than anyone, so she'll always read autobiographies. I don't really know so much on like a writer but i guess as a composer andrew lloyd weather he just made so many great ones that have you know really revolutionized the theater but not so much on writers would you say he's the cat's pajamas <laughs> okay yeah and i just i feel like i feel like valjean would really like the phantom of the opera too so I also feel like Biddy would have really complicated feelings about the musical Cats. <laughs> I mean, obviously everyone should. That's not yeah. the one she's referencing here. It's I, I, I said this the other night, uh, but as somebody who has never seen Cats, I know far too much about it because of the content I consume. Yeah, that's you mean, fair. You Karina Drawfee. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and the Mackleboys. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. bad. My favorite composer is actually Danny Elfman. <laughs> Benny, um, Benny doesn't read a whole lot, um, but she she has more of an interest in the arts, I would say. Um, and so she doesn't have a favorite author, but her favorite artist is Yayoi Kusama, I believe is her last name. Um, yeah, Kusama. She's the one who she paints in a lot of repetitive, circular kind of patterns. Um, yeah, she has some really, really cool artwork. Um, so that's definitely her favorite, her favorite artist. And she, I would say, maybe owns like a couple books of her artwork. Does she ever try to do the repetitive circles in like the sand? But then she's people are confused if it's like a Zen garden or a litter box, and they're just not really sure what's <laughs> going on. 
<laughs> I don't think that she's trying to repeat it in that way. Like I did mention in in the chat that Benny um, used to have a deviant art. <laughs> so like I would imagine until Sonic. Basically. Until yeah, the Sonic fan art completely wrecked everything. Um but I yeah, she, she kind of forgot about her deviant art post like eighth grade, but she still definitely enjoys appreciating it, even if she isn't currently actively doing anything with it. Right. And Rafreek, your favorite author? Uh yeah, Rafreek's favorite author. Actually, he's gonna drop his favorite book. Uh, this week, uh, it's Archangelo Corelli's uh, Life at the Top, a story of the number one bachelor in Neo Yokio. Uh, it has been sitting at number one uh, for the last few months, uh, and it is it is just chef's kiss. Just wonderful. All right. And uh, the last question of the two is. As a journalist, do you consider assassination by the CIA the greatest mark of achievement in your field of journalism? Hey, homie, you realize this is a school paper, right? <laughs> We're reporting on the fucking the, the, the fucking lunch menu of We're the cardboard pizza in the cafeteria. Like, talking about snacks. That like, question comes from Mr. Bucket. I guess like, they the mean like. It's As an aspiring future, a future journalist. I mean, I think the idea, the ideal would be attempted assassination and then you have to like retire in, you know, in like disguise. We really need to step our, our disguise kind of abilities, guys. One should always try to use a pen name. I think you should take that to heart yourself first. <laughs> That's it with the questions. Uh, we'll start at the top oh of the list with the blogs. Uh, I'm not Becky. very good at being stealthy. Becky, <laughs> what do you have to plug this week? Uh, you know, you know what time it is. My Twitter and my Instagram at Sugar Puns. On Twitter, it's Sugar Puns with an underscore because Twitter is dumb like that. But it's it's it has its dumpster fire mo- moments, but it's probably where I'm most active. Um, so yeah, and thank all you fine folks for listening to this nonsense. <laughs> and going along with us while we shoot Faye out of out of cannons originally designed to launch newspaper. God. Uh, Courtney, what do you have to plug this week? What's up? Thanks for listening again this week, guys. As always, I'm Cotton Candy117. And thanks to anyone who came out to Marietta the Gathering. It was a fabulous day. And finally, a new project that I just finished up. Um, I narrated a short story that's on Audible. It's called Chaos Unleashed by Carol Heitschu and obviously narrated by yours truly. Um, mm-hmm. Check it out. It's an easy read download. It's only about an hour long because it's a short story for a series. Um, and that's it for me. And Yoko, uh, what do you have to plug this week? I almost said Gary, but I am Gary. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can plug yourself in whichever order. Uh, nothing particular, just uh, Yoko Mizuhara on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the places if you want to see my cosplay shenanigans. Trevin? 
I can be found on Twitter at Old Man Stark, uh, either rambling about the fucking anime I've been watching recently or how much I hate koalas. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Tithis. Uh, usually Monday through uh, Wednesday at 6.30 Alaska Standard Time. I am taking a little time off. I've had some stuff going on with the family, and I'll be traveling for work. So, I'm, like I said, taking a little bit of a break, but you can find me there. Um, yeah. Feel free to harass me on the Twitter space because I like to shitpost, and why not? Uh, because Gary's going to ask, you can also get that good, good go-go juice at Rogue Damn Energy right using uh tithus 69 i can post a link nice 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 (laughs) and yeah uh, i personally am drinking the uh kiwi strawberry right now and it is really good alex uh yeah you can find me on twitter at scruffy goth uh also on tiktok i don't ever post there but you'll I'll, i'll comment on things every once in a while uh but yeah you can find me at scruffy goth uh, where I will talk about things about Disney uh, and then forget that I have a Twitter that I use to talk about things about Disney. Um, I'm going to plug Neo Yokio on Netflix, starring Jaden Smith uh, Wait, and Jason is Schwartzman. First, is this your first mm-hmm. Neo Yokio watch through? No, I, I'm going to watch it again because I, I remembered Neo Yokio and I'm like, wait a second, Archangelo would be a fantastic way to really buff up my character, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Yes. I, I was excited to watch it through someone else's eyes for the first time, and you just broke my heart. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time I've ever watched it. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, it is the first show. time you've ever watched it. it no, I'm, I'm excited because, holy shit, that Neo Yokio is a treat. I love Neo Yokio. I wish they made a second season, but they didn't. Uh... Is that the one with the big Toblerone joke? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, am I thinking of the same Dumpster Fire series that everybody was talking about a few years ago? Okay. Uh, that amazing <laughs> series that got a Christmas <laughs> special, too? It got a Christmas yeah. special. Jude oh Law was in that, okay? You, <laughs> you can't have trash with Jude Law. <laughs> I feel like Jaden was the only one that took the assignment seriously, like, thought it was a real thing, and everyone else just, like, went off (laughs) but uh listeners if you want to find me do yourself a favor and don't i'll find you (laughs) uh next time you use that line gary put the pitch down a little bit and uh just really lean into the villainy of it okay oh no i'm not gonna be a villain when i find listeners i'm like i'm just that guy that shows up sometimes at your house like Walks in, makes a sandwich like, makes a sandwich like I've known you for years, and then I'll start watching something on YouTube on your TV, and you'll ask me why I'm there. And I'll be like, uh, because your internet connection is faster. Anyway, let's destroy uh, our algorithm. <laughs> yes, I will ruin your algorithm. Uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, check out some of the other people that have supported us so far, like. Jess, you can find uh, Jess on twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda. Follow Momocon on Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Kyler with Fishing After Five. Uh, you can find him on YouTube at Fishing After Five. Uh, Jay, you can find on twitch.tv forward slash Rush918. And Duck, you can find on twitch.tv 
twitch.tv forward slash ducky please also check out misty mountain gaming um they make some pretty nice dice uh Abby is actually DMing for one of the members of Misty Mountain Gaming and her Dragon campaign, uh, Dragon Calamity, that you can check out now. So, uh, yeah, just go give Misty Mountain Gaming a look because uh, Abby showed me the dice she got from Southern Friday Gaming Expo, and they were pretty baller. Now, everyone, uh, give a jumbled... Uh, Gary needs to sleep. I've been awake for 48 hours. <laughs> go to sleep, Gary. Gary needs to sleep. Go to sleep, you motherfucker. <laughs> Go to sleep. Twinkle, twinkle. Oh, I am in the wrong server to dismiss Craig. <laughs> I was about to dismiss Craig. Whoops. Whoops.